Mark and Jeff, Mark and Jeff. Jeff has been practicing our ESPN rejoin real quick. You can literally put, I told you, you can put anything in that and it works. We've done the what it do, what it do. What it do, what it do. Uh, the Mark and Jeff, the Mark and Jeff does work actually. I know, it works. But we, might, we might speed up the suing process, so I don't know if that's. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't please. Know, I don't know if Bristol's going to be on our door after that. <laughs> Fucking Bristol. Brist- Bristol coming in with the toolies. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. Yeah, let's not. Let's, yeah. not, let's, not, let's not speak things into the. Let's not yeah. speak things into existence. Um, I put that sound on there. Episode episode eight of RSPN is here. You th- why are you laughing? You laughing at what we were just talking about? I'm laughing at Bristol niggas bursting down the window, <laughs> down With the, the open. Because we hit up Mark and Jeff. Mark and Jeff. Look at down on the fucking ground. Freeze, niggas. Get down on the ground. We heard the podcast. This shit about to be a mess early. We got yeah. a show for y'all. Uh, special hellos to the RSPN faithful. Welcome back for another week in the wonderful world of the Alpha Sport. Yeah. I am Mark and he is Jeff, and we have plenty to talk about within the past week. <laughs> we just started discussing our soldier moments, and we're going to save that for the end because yeah. that that deserves a good grand finale. Mark's still giggling about that shit. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> we're going to save that to the end, but right now we're going to um, give you some breaking news that is not NBA related. Regarding Floyd Mayweather and his next moves of what he plans to do. Now, originally we heard that it's Yuck. rumored that he was going to. Yeah, it's getting uh, it's getting kind of weird. We originally heard that there were rumors that he was going to face Manny Pacquiao for a second time. Um, no idea why the first time <laughs> was not very interesting for a lot of people, including myself. But it ended up yeah. being a huge bout. Of course. Uh, one of those huge monumental fights. Money, you know. And then the actual fight itself ended up not being that. But before the second rendition comes, he has announced that on New Year's Eve, he's about against the undefeated superstar Tenshin, Tenshin Nasukawa. Okay. Tenshin Nasukawa. Hopefully I didn't bury that. In Saitama, Japan, it's very close to Tokyo, in an MMA fight. Uh, he went on Instagram with the... Ryzen gloves. He's going to be fighting in the Ryzen Federation. <clears throat> well, first off, I had no idea what the hell Ryzen was, as did 95% of the population, I'm sure, at least the U.S. Mm-hmm. population. Not very interested, just based off the fact that I, I'm i not sure how Floyd is going to do this fight after I had seen what I had seen on YouTube. Now, um, they have not discussed any weight classes. They have not discussed any specific rules on what there are no the rules. fight will pertain. He probably don't even know what's going on. He just, uh, Nasuka- <laughs> he just saw the bag. <laughs> yeah, with Floyd right now, all it is is just dollar signs in his eyes. I'm starting to think, does Floyd is Floyd's Instagram starting to be like a ploy? Like, does he have less money than we expect that he has? At first, I, I thought 50 Cent was just being rude and just roasting <laughs> him every single night. Hey, man. But hey, now I'm, I'm starting I to am, think, hold on. I am inclined to believe everything that Curtis says. You know, like, 50 is one of my goats. But, like, for some reason, people, you know, he's he's right about a lot of things, though. I mean, I don't know, man. Floyd may be out of cheese. I don't want to put I'm that fine. on him because he's so flashy, right? I mean, we would that would be the last thing people think about is Floyd broke, but he spends a lot of bread. It looks like it. 50 did predict this, though. Yeah, every single fight we hear that he's getting $300 million and the other person is getting maybe even tens of millions, maybe even lower than that. And he's taking fights in Japan against a fighter who's not even really a boxer. 
I'm I'm gonna just flip the script. Like in soccer, when players go playing like in uh, Asian leagues, uh, mm-hmm. usually they're offering a lot of bread, like more bread than like the player may be worth at that point in his career. <laughs> and I honestly, I mean, I, I I think this is maybe one of those situations. Like he just wants to get a get a big check, and I hope it's not because he's broke, but it kind of looks like that, bro. And there's also the things of, of NBA players doing the same thing, going overseas to yeah. have uh, better opportunities, whether it's right. age or whether it's just uh, phasing out of the NBA and doing that. But Floyd does not seem to be the type to phase out of whatever, to phase out of boxing. He is clearly at 50 and 0, the name still in boxing, even of after course. he has been retired. Uh, anything that he rumors to do, whether it's another fight with Connor, whether it's uh, getting into a UFC ring, whether it's fighting Pacquiao again, he leads the conversation. So mm. it's not like he's a washed-up boxer that's just trying to get some money on the side. But Do you think he doesn't want to put his, his record on the line, though? You think he just like, all right, I'm going to go do some other shit so my my boxing record is what it is? He didn't really seem that – he didn't doesn't really seem that afraid of putting 50-0 <clears> and 0 on the line. And even if he goes 50-1, and 1, I don't think that he would treat it as something that's – groundbreaking to his career and his his life he's already yeah, rich. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't puts... know if people yeah, i don't know if people would even i don't want to say care but like you know it's like uh, whatever. Well, as far as us it would be a spectacle it's like twitter shutting down oh of course uh, but i'm saying no matter for who, him it's he's like, gonna have memes on him for weeks is, right he's still who he is though right you know what i mean it's not like we're gonna be like oh well he's washed now yeah i say it's still floyd mayweather but <laughs> right, right. <laughs> those memes once they get a hold of him getting knocked out and symbols right next to his body we can't help him did you see that one ko did you see that one knockout a few days ago? It was UFC. Nigga did like the motherfucking spinning forearm and then tapped the nigga head three more times in like 0. .5 seconds. Oh, yeah. After after he was already dead on the floor. And Bro, then this that way, shit was beep, crazy, beep, beep. man. Shit was crazy. He was falling, leaning, and he hit him like three more times like in point, like one point second. It was crazy. Yeah, 2.30 ended up being on Saturday night. Shout out Cormier. He retained his <laughs> bing, UFC bing. heavyweight championship. <laughs> Unfortunately, our man... Our man that we talked about with Chris Mack in uh, the previous episode of RSPN did not win that bout. But, you know, Cormier keeps his belt, gets mm. to continue to talk. There's still the rumored fight with Brock Lesnar. I don't know how that ends up happening now that Brock Lesnar has a universal championship again off that pay-per-view that me. I did don't not watch. Me. I didn't watch yeah, it either. We won't even reference yeah. it by name. We have not <laughs> watched watch it. Yeah. I have no purpose in watching it at all. I, I, I did see some clips. <laughs> Hold on. I did see one clip of taker and trip <laughs> and oh it was the, like the, 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 the irish whip, the irish whip, the irish whip <laughs> to the padding <laughs> and like taker like irish whipped himself as well yeah, yeah i'm good jokes bro i'll pass oh god saudi arabia got the, the mid pack but we won't um we won't tell that. but we won't tell getting back to the mayweather and the nasukawa fight they had a brief press release about it Nasukawa stood up next to him. They posed a couple of questions from the media. Seemed a little bit shorter than Floyd, maybe like a couple inches shorter, but I don't think height will really play too much into this because from the <laughs> no. videos on YouTube show, this nigga's going crazy with lethal kicks. And I'm talking lethal kicks, like people dropping immediately you, you to the ground off a kick to the stomach. You worried about him? I'm worried about Floyd if there's about to be kicks in this fight, <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, man, look, I'm not worried about him because he's getting a bag. But if he get his ass whooped, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be entertained. I don't think Floyd's taking a kick to the head, bro. He might be like, whoa, 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 brother. Whoa, I mean, whoa, he whoa. Si- he's, if he signed a contract, if he signed up for this, then 
It is what it is. I don't know why he's doing it, but I just can't see why, you know, he could be worth all this money, right? And then you just decide to make this type of – you just decide to do this. And what's even more to note, Natsukawa's only 20 years old. He's undefeated himself as well. He's 4-0 under the Rising Federation and is also undefeated in previous kickboxing fights, but has never stood for uh, an official boxing bout, whether it's amateur, whether it's professional. And, of course, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather at 50-0. But this is a completely different fight. And I'm just, com- I'm just very confused as to what makes him think that he can take on a kickboxer at this level. And is he going to try and box him? Because please do not take a kick to the head. And then all of a sudden you got the CTE. Yeah, he take a kick to the head, man. It's um, that's a wrap. Man, Floyd, Floyd I, I, not young. He cannot I take that kick to the head. I don't want to see Floyd get his ass beat in Asia, man. I just don't, especially not in this format, nigga. Yeah, we're gonna have to have some more. Floyd, if you're broke, bro, we don't care. <laughs> just will... do, just just do your thing, man. Like I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifty will care. Fifty well, will definitely care. Well, Who will... you know, he don't. He don't. He don't, there's a lot of things. He doesn't let it go, so we know that. How do you lose all that bread? Is is tax? Is paying taxes that hard? I, so, well, I guess I guess when you have that amount of no, money. no, no. Even even when you have that amount of money, bro, you I should have know, somebody uh, handling your taxes, bro. Somebody you, like I don't understand. Hundred million dollars on a fight? You can't. It doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. So, uh, if I was him, I would just schedule another boxing match. And call it a day and get and get a check instead of going to risk uh, your health and getting kicked in your shit. And what what what, what do you say, Mark? The... Bing, 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 bing. Oh, getting bean on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He might he might catch that bean real quick. So, so we'll see. We'll see. Floyd, that good luck, be, nigga. That will not be ordered by me. That will be a Twitter classic. So hopefully that link will get passed around. Tough luck, nigga. But that is our but that is our breaking news on what goes down with Floyd Mayweather. But let's transition over to the NBA because uh, from what we've discussed within the past couple of days, uh, niggas have been going out sad. Yeah, we we discussed we discussed with Elton last week giving shout outs to Ty Lu of getting out of that uh, unfortunate position within the Eastern Conference champion Cleveland Cavaliers. It's such a hard job to lose. But now <laughs> we have some more. Uh, now we have some more coaches that are under fire. Figure talking about Luke. One of them is Luke. <laughs> um, Luke Walton has not been having a very good week. Uh, yeah. He's been getting buried by Lakers fans. Uh, rumors have suggested that after a meeting last week with Magic Johnson, that Magic was not happy at all. But as of yesterday, he has stated that he will not be fired unless something drastic happens in Bruh. Magic's words, which it bro, won't. Bro, 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 bro. I honestly, when I saw that, yeah, see, y'all got to understand, man. Like, Luke got rings with the Lakers. Okay, Luke is not getting fired and early the on in the season, bro. It's just, it's just not gonna happen. Like, he was handpicked. They will be fine. Everybody needs to calm down. I mean, I really like. I didn't even think it was. I, I'm glad LeBron kind of came out and was like, you know supporting his coaching staff is just like yo what are y'all doing at, like at the end of the day everything isn't necessarily a coaching issue and we've said this before mark like bro i i have no idea why people thought lebron was going to come over to this team and they were about to be winning every single game early in the season you know what i'm saying like Not because this is lebron james i know i get that i get that but yo like it's still a, a fairly young nucleus bro like 
things still have to you got guys who are coming back from injury. You got guys who are, are learning their position over again. You got guys who are learning how to play with LeBron, uh, you know, so it's like and, and the vets that they have are solid vets. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like they're going to back this team up and get them dubs. You got to give this shit some time. man. Luke ain't getting fired right now, man. Unfortunately, it's a fad that those that um, follow LeBron James continue to hold no matter which team that he goes to. They tried to do it very quickly to Eric Spolstra in 2010. Um, yeah. They tried to do That's it true. Uh, to David Blatt. That worked out. Mike Brown, that worked mm-hmm. out. Ty Lue, that yeah. worked out. And now they're going to try and do it to Luke Walton. It's not and happening. At a not in LA, point, bro. It's not necessarily LeBron's fault for the majority of the times. I don't think that he sits around with the media and starts blaming things on coaching decisions. Yeah. Um, I think he is very team oriented, very player oriented, and knows how to get uh, his team going around the time that they need to. Yeah. Uh, right now it's November fifth, and if he wanted to be on coast mode, I'm sure that he could. But yeah. the Lakers Definitely. are not the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Absolutely. The Lakers are and not the Miami. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, you, you're you're dealing with large amounts of cameras and almost an 80 year of a storied franchise. So you guys wanted this to happen. This is. This is something you're going to have to deal with. Like, it is the Los Angeles Lakers, bro. Historic, you know, rings everywhere, legendary players in top 10, like, godly resumes, right? So these things are going to happen, but we can't just say, oh, blow this shit up, get the coach out of here, you know, let's get let's get somebody else. Like, calm down, you know. Now, if we, if we get to, you know, middle of the season, right, and they're not looking – close to getting the playoffs or they're not close to eighth seed or maybe they're, they're fighting for eighth seed and and they're losing games that they shouldn't lose maybe you make your decision bro but oh, come on man we can't be serious yeah when it comes to lebron james and having him on your team you gotta take the good take the bad yeah take them both absolutely you have. yeah it's not his fault i think this is a it's a it's a it's a collective issue you know so uh i'm sure luke has to take some responsibility of course he's the head coach you know what i mean but um he needs to be playing hard more shouts uh my man scott scott called me the other day he was like man the one thing i'm on luke about is he's got to play hard more and i do i do i feel the same way um but you know things gonna things are gonna have to play out how they're supposed to man if you are if you were a betting man do you think that luke's position is a lot more solidified than the wizards coach in Scott Brooks, who are, yeah. currently, who are currently two. <laughs> Easy question. <laughs> who are currently two and seven yes. to start the season. Yes, yes, um, yes, of course. Luke is 100 times more safe. Uh, and you can see it. If you watch the games, you can you can tell. how. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, we've talked about this leg. I don't, I don't want to make excuses for this Lakers team. But to be fair, a lot of the games that they have lost, they could have easily won. Okay. These Wizards games. I mean, Chris, they're, they're sorry, getting, bro. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're getting, getting banged, banged on. on. They're getting Mark banged Boyce. On, yeah, you know, and that's not disrespect. He's watching the games that he knows. But, like, it's a different it's a different type of problem. You know what I mean? You got Bradley Bill taking the damn coaching clipboard and, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, trying to coach the, up the players himself. Yeah, the positive is that they were recently tied with the Eastern Conference champions, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, as being the worst in the league. <laughs> Nothing positive about uh, that. But, but um, 
in the game with the Oklahoma City Thunder that ended up being a blowout on a negative end for the Washington Wizards, mm-hmm. Bradley Beal ended up grabbing the clipboard from Scott Brooks and started drawing out his own play and even got help from Dwight Howard as he leaned in to try and help run a play as Scott, I'm assuming, stood on the sideline and didn't do a damn thing. Yeah, it's a mess, man. It's a mess. And and that is why, clearly, Luke's job is much more secure. Uh, If that doesn't tell you everything you need to know, like, go look up the clip. Yeah, yeah. I I don't even think think Wizards fans expected this to be that bad. You put more blame on Bill or John Wall? Well, Wall Wall has already shown that he is very vocal about the critiques that have been out this season. Um, They've noted that not only has he gained weight in certain areas, but uh, it doesn't seem like he has been explosive as he once was. Uh, It seems like he has taken his off-court lifestyle a lot more serious than he has on-court. And he's pretty much blown that off to the side. And I understand not every NBA player is going to immediately go home and want to watch film yeah, and do whatever I, they need to do to do hey, that. Hey, at the end of the day, you know, some of these players are just really good at basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like, they may not love it. And even and even before that, even if he didn't gain weight and was dedicated. I'm not saying that he doesn't love it. I'm not saying he doesn't, but, you know, I'm just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, even if he hasn't, like, uh, 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 had any of the negatives that people have been critiquing him about, that relationship between him and Beal has been kind of shaky even before all of that. Yeah, for sure. They're they're a weird bunch. Now it's happening right in front of our eyes. Uh, we had yeah. questions about Otto Porter Jr. I don't know if those questions are even answered as of yet and in these within these first nine I, games. I like Otto. I just think he needs to get out of there. Like I want to see Otto on like the Pelicans. You know what I'm saying? Or like a team that like is missing that three piece that could play defense and still make things happen. Like. I like Otto. I think Wall may not want to be there anymore. Um, and I think Bill may be the only one who does want to be there. And I think that's kind of the, one of the problems. Yeah, on top of that, you have Kelly Oubre. You have a a loss of Marcin Gortat to the Los Angeles Clippers and ended up getting Dwight Howard. But that has not paid off in ways that you had expected to, especially with the way that Wizards fans have been very vocal yeah. Uh, getting into the second round and and having opportunities to go to the conference finals within these past couple of seasons. And now you're at the very end swimming around with Chicago and swimming around with Cleveland in areas that you did not expect within October. No, yeah. No, I mean, not from them. Not from them. I didn't. To, to happen at this very moment. So do you think somebody's getting traded or fired? Would you go, would you go trade Bill or Wall or fire Coach? Trade no, because I don't think anybody's risking it all to get John Wall or Bradley Beal as of right now. What do you think? What do you think? Fired, unfortunately, yes. So you think the coach goes first, and then we'll see if that works. And then if not, other decisions will be made. Yeah, it's frustrating, and it's unfortunate. I mean, I know at the time they had looked out for Scott Brooks, trying to get him to Washington after he lost his position to Billy Donovan, and they wanted him around the time that they were going to try and court Kevin Durant, but Mm – since then, uh, Kevin Durant made his decision to go <laughs> elsewhere, and hey, now you're just stuck with an odd team that is I, not gelling. When I saw the game, the, the Warriors-Wizards uh, game, and um, <laughs> Durant said, take me out. These niggas are trash. I realized at that moment, I was like, oh, well, any chance of persuading him to come is over. 
Yeah, they're they're getting completely embarrassed. Curry's yeah. just pulling up in front of these faces. Katie's like, "Yo, take me out. It's not even worth." Yeah, that playing. shit was crazy, bro. It really made me laugh. Up thirty, I fuck around, slip on something, and injure myself. Fucking around, playing with these trash ass wizards. Up thirty, and then something bad happens. I don't blame Durant for that. No, I, I definitely don't blame. I, it was just it was just funny that like the camera just always gets it. Like you know what I'm saying? Of course, on Twitter we reading lips. Oh yeah. yeah, you know. So it, it was just it was just a funny moment. Yeah. So unfortunately, those are our sad moments. Hopefully, they will be able to bounce back. I'm sure the Lakers will. I'm not positive about the Wizards, but one Eastern Conference team that has been having some better days are the Indiana Pacers, and they are featured in our feature presentation tonight with their Saturday with their game on Saturday against the Boston Celtics. I'm sure you've seen all the highlights. Well, Depot's game winner and what he was able to say after the game, but we will break that down for you and everything that we had thought and what you can expect from the Indiana Pacers and what their fans believe to be as a little bit of disrespect from the media in a season where they might be able to go a little bit further than they usually do in the playoffs. So yeah. we'll take some looks at both teams, trying to indicate what we can break down, especially what it went down on Saturday night when we come back from this commercial break. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's RSPN on RNC Radio. We'll be back after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I went Red Dead. I went no Red Dead for two days. That shit was miserable. I know. I'm, I'm not playing tonight either. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not really. I, I don't. I try not to keep up with people. You know, I just want to enjoy the game. So, but man, that game is so fun, bro. I don't know where I am in Chapter 3, but it's kind of like, I'm pretty sure I'm somewhere in the middle. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, let me stop missions. Let me go hunt because I want to get satchels. I want to get my satchels right. Yeah. And the satchels are so fucking difficult because you need so many they different are. things. I saw somebody hunt a fucking lion the other day. I didn't know oh, a lion see, on cool, the game, bro. If, if niggas are dropping their, their things of hunting lions out in... um. Bro, I, I was on Twitter and somebody posted the dead lion. And I was oh, like, I didn't even God. know there was lions. There's lions in this bitch. Come on, bro. Well, actually, I, you know I had what? no idea, bro. I had no idea. People people are probably... um, People are probably going to keep going, which is why I'm like, damn, should I even do satchels? Because people are already on chapter four, five... Probably going in yeah. if there is a, I think there's a six. Probably people going into chapter six. And I don't want to get into the situation of niggas be like, oh shit, the Dutch just fucking, <laughs> they, they've cleared out a whole town. I'm like, right. oh I'm, my God. I'm like, I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to just mute the hashtag. Bro. Shout out to Gruesome Kills. I like to think that uh, I started the wave early with the Gruesome Kills. So keep it up, man. I like, I like watching those. Yeah, Jeff hogtied somebody and dragged them into their own fire and then sat back and watched them burn in flames. <laughs> Jake yeah. Five was riding around and seen a dude. <laughs> dude was, like, was nice as fuck. Dude was too. like, hey friend. <laughs> he was so polite. You wanna have a nice little you wanna have a nice little friendly shooting competition? We can knock some birds out in the sky. All you see is J5 dead eye go up and he goes and just puts Six different dead eye marks on this dude's head. The head dude's head was off. gone, bro. Horse did, and you know J Five been doing that shit a lot because the horse didn't even flinch, nigga. If I do that shit, my horse going crazy, nigga. I want like, y'all. Oh. To, I want y'all to hear this. Look at this. <laughs> All right, we're back. Yeah. RSPN on RNC Radio, episode eight of season two. Episode 8, man. 
course, he is Jeff and I am Mark. Thank you for staying tuned and being a part of the RSPN faithful. We've got our feature presentation to get to, but first, we have some brand new RNC Radio playlists that we want to share with you. One being one that is very appropriate for the month of November. Our RNC affiliate and friend of the show, Cameron Hay, designed a playlist for the King of the Fall. If you are a very big fan of the weekend, we have a playlist curated by Cam with the best offerings from the weekend from the genre shifting House of Balloons, the superstar seeing on Starboy. Anything yeah. that you listen to from his uh, original debut in 2011 up until his fe- features and his brand new EP as of this year, we'll be able to capture it all through Cam's eyes in the King of the Fall playlist. So any large weekend fans, take a look out for that. In a separate emotion, there has been some uh, breaking news relating to Mac Miller and what was found in his body relating to his death um, a few weeks ago. Of course, rest in peace to Mac Miller and condolences to all his friends and family. They just did the concert a couple of uh, days ago. I think it was on title, and I think it was a very good concert, very good yeah. show. Um, but Meals held this down relating to the Mac Miller playlist that he had curated and released right around the time of his death. And it's always something that you can revisit uh, once you're feeling a little bit down. So um, thank you, Mac Miller, will be the playlist on RNC Radio, curated by Meals. Be remembered forever as a true artist and overall an amazing person. His legacy lives on forever. So this one goes out to fans of Easy Mac with the cheesy raps. His artistry will be remembered forever. And it still feels kind of weird that he's gone, but um, yeah, it's if very you, strange. If if you'd like to, if you'd like to revisit his albums, biggest hits, singles, they're out there and they're great. So check them out. Yeah, shout out to Mills for that. So King of the Fall. Thank you, Mac Miller. Just two of our very good playlists that you can see in the RNC Radio playlist feed. And of course, if you ever wanted to double check any of our other playlists, if you wanted to take a look at our live playlists of RNC Radio and R&B and RNC, you know where to find them. Twitter.com slash RNC Radio Live for all of our playlists and our podcasts from the good folks at the RNC Radio Network. The good niggas. The good niggas. RNC. RNC. See, Disney's about to, yo, Walt Disney's gonna slap us in the fucking face <laughs> in our dreams tonight. <laughs> Walt Disney's gonna slap us in. Oh, All man. right. Uh, not even just that. Uh, we've got our. <laughs> <laughs> what, dude? We've got our feature presentation to get to uh, between the Celtics and the Pacers. So um, let's get to that. Let's get to the imaging for that. And now, our feature presentation. Tell me, Walt Disney. <laughs> hey man, we're sorry, Stop. Walt. Hey, it is what it is, man. Sorry, Walt. Um, so we have the Boston Celtics, who before this game played a very good game against the Milwaukee Bucks. At the time that they played the Bucks, the Bucks were undefeated, and the Celtics were going into Milwaukee, and they ended Milwaukee's undefeated streak. With a very good chip on their shoulder going into Indiana. Now, Indiana was not undefeated as they went into the Bankers Life Fieldhouse. At the time, the Pacers were 6-3. and three, But, of course, it always feels good for Boston to be able to take out one of the top contenders of the East. And they tried to on Saturday night. In the beginning, Boston ended up going pretty strong. Per usual, right? 
Yeah, I think yeah. I think a lot of people have have been very uh, positive about the amount of people that Boston can throw uh, when it comes to depth within their roster. It ended up being double digits for the usual suspects in Boston. Kyrie Irving ended up playing big. Marcus Morris with a very big game. The help for Oladipo came in strong within the night. Ended up being a very good game throughout the first two quarters. Um, Oladipo had plenty of help that he usually has throughout these first nine games. Boban Bogdanovic coming up big for Oladipo as far as scoring when the Pacers need it. Um, and of course, they have Miles Turner, Sabonis, and Tyreek Evans. That they got guys, they, man. Yeah, Tyreek Evans that they usually got. Well, Tyreek Evans that they originally got uh, this summer and signing him to a deal with the Indiana Pacers. Within the past few years, Tyreek has ended up on some uh, a couple of different teams and has not really yeah. found a home for himself. I, um, I thought the Pelicans move was the one for him, and then that kind of fell apart. Yeah, that was the one that he had a little flash in the pan, and yeah. he ended up getting out of New Orleans and coming over to Indiana. Um, how do you like how he's been over in Indiana so far? Because as far as a Pacers <clears throat> fan perspective, it seems like they have been okay with what he's been provided. Yeah, he has provided so far, and he ended up coming up big for Boston. But what is something that Pacers fans should really hope for uh, I mean, into February going into hopefully the playoffs for the Indiana Pacers? They better they better hope that he continues that form. But I also wouldn't like you know I wouldn't put a lot of stock into it. I think he's just playing well right now. Um, but you know I don't think that he's the savior of the Pacers. Let's just say that. He's a good player, though. He's 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 playing pretty good basketball for them at the moment. So you really just want to hope for as a pacer. You you just want to hope Victor just continues to take that next step into superstardom, mm-hmm. and they will be just fine because he's he's a dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's a killer. So singing ass nigga, but he's a baller. So they want they they need to be wanting him to take that next leap into like you know the guy for real for real because you know victor man victor's always been pretty good like since he got in the league but we're just waiting for that that continuous all-star guy yeah and he's had he's had feelings and different emotions towards wanting to be that person wanting to be that person or even just wanting to be appreciated by an nba team by an nba town the magic years ended up being not so well and he ends up being within the oklahoma city thunder yeah. And after how that went down and Kevin Durant leaving, it was mainly just him and Westbrook trying to hold down different things. And when things got Basically. bad, the Oklahoma I don't judge him for that. Yeah, I don't judge him for that situation. Was very harsh on Oladipo and what he was able to provide playing next to Westbrook. And now they he's back they are Indiana. not them two play those two players are just it's oil it was difficult for them to gel within yeah, that, yeah. that time. And at the time, at the time, admittedly, it was a very rough transition. Well, not very rough, but an odd transition trying to get over Kevin Durant just leaving and going to Golden of State. Of course, so. wasn't wasn't that Westbrook's uh, triple double year? It was. Yeah, so one of, I mean, one of his two, one of his two triple double years. Yeah. yeah, I think that was his first one. So he he was he was you know he was doing a lot, man. That was a tough team for him to have to play on. So yeah, so that ends up not working out with Oklahoma, and he ends up in Indiana, a team that he is very familiar with, a town that he is very familiar with, and now he is getting used to being very comfortable and being in a situation where he can perform and be like this every night. And not especially every night for the first three quarters, but definitely in times that matters within the fourth quarter. And within this past 
nine games, Oladipo has definitely made sure that his name is brought up when it comes to fourth quarter points. Hell yeah, and that's how and that's how it really should be. You know, like if you have a, a, a megastar or a star on your team, and even if they you know aren't playing up to par, those they're doing stuff throughout the game that that lets you know they're involved. But when that fourth quarter comes around and they can they put it down and drop 14 on your head and like you know lift their team up to victory that's what it's that's what it's about man now after halftime uh the third quarter and fourth quarter end up going about the same neck and neck back and forth Kyrie ends up trading shots to try and get his team back into the game Oladipo matches it other members within the Celtics and the Pacers keep their teams on the float within the within the last around four, three minutes of the fourth quarter. Marcus Morris ended up leading the team with 23 points compared to Kyrie Irving's 18, uh, Jalen Brown's 12, Al Horford's 14 and six, and Jason Tatum's 14 and six going into the end of the fourth quarter. But the end of the fourth ended up going to the leader of the team, which left Kyrie Irving to try and close out the game. And originally they did. Ended up with about a four-point lead with 37 seconds left. And as Kyrie drove... To try and end the game, uh, he botched the game ceiling shot, goes yep. out a little bit too early, and with a couple of seconds left, they were only up one point. Uh, Oladipo grabs the rebound, storms down the court. They only really needed a two to try and end this game, but he pulls up and drills a game winning three pointer in front of Horford's eyes Absolutely to the side of Kyrie Irving. Wets it, bro. And like, Indiana starts going crazy. It didn't make a sound like like if you weren't paying attention, you you would have thought the ball hit the side of the rim and it just you know what I'm saying like you missed. That's how like clean the fucking shot was. Indiana's going completely crazy. He kept calm because there's only about one second left within the game, but now Indiana's up two instead of down four with 37 seconds left in the game. And as the Celtics go for another inbound pass to try and get something to go into <laughs> overtime, Oladipo comes in. Gets the game-winning steal, and that is the end of the ball game. That's how you close. 101-102, and we add toward the fourth quarter, the fourth quarter rhetoric of Victor Oladipo and how he's like how he has liked to close out for the Indiana Pacers this past season. That's how you close, man. Those moments are important because those are the type of moments that wins playoff games. I mean, most that, playoff that, those playoff games they get close, man. The fourth quarter, you gotta you gotta take over for your team. As far as the Pacers fan perspective, if you want to get over the mindset of, and trust me, I'm very familiar with this mindset of being a fan of the team that is not represented very well as far as media, uh, you need a player like this. Absolutely. You definitely need a player like this that is ready to put the ball in his hand and perform like this throughout an entire fourth quarter. Now, I think even a, I think even a stat has been as far as the points that he has averaged throughout the game, a lot of them end up almost similar to what Isaiah was able to do a couple of years ago within Boston. A yeah. lot of his points that he scores within the game come up in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean, I, some people may look at you like different for that, but I mean, I, I think that shit takes a lot of leadership, a lot of courage, you know what I'm saying? Because honestly, you could do this the fourth, right? So. If you mess up in the fourth, you know it's over. But for mm-hmm. you to for you to be able to pick it up in that time frame and and like I said, take your team above the situation, man. That shit's real, bro. Like he could easily do that in the first and they could lose the lead in the third and then he'd be sleeping the fourth, right? Some players are like that. 
I mean, players and teams 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 lose leads in the third quarter, and their and their star can't pick them up in the fourth. And when that happens, teams really do reach for that. I mean, there are teams that will be able to. And again, I look I look at uh, it, it it necessarily purposeful for me to look at this from a Heat perspective, but throughout the past few years, it's been almost championed that Miami has seven or eight people that could give you 10 points a night. But sometimes right. that doesn't necessarily cut the mustard. You really need oh, somebody yeah. that can give you a 25 or a 30. Right. And in this or, season, they're or, trying to do it. With- or, bro, I mean, you know, shit, give me that 12 points in the fourth. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> give me that 10 points in the fourth. Like, some players can't do that, you know? Like, so those 10 points may be – you may have a bunch of those guys who can do that, but can they do it in the fourth quarter in crunch time? As of now, you you, you can even see Miami trying to – um, adjust to that and get a specific closer and you try and get that within Josh Richardson or Rodney Magruder or whoever they try to do while not being so obvious to make it Dwayne Wade. Right. Sometimes yeah, it's obviously, not going, right? going to be there. It's not going to happen. Ola, right. Yeah, exactly. But Ola Depot so far, I mean, it's an early proje- projection within the, within the season, but he has seemed to be much more comfortable in being that person for Indiana now that he knows that there is not any odd media that's trying to uh, make him look a certain way or yeah. there's just almost like a dead end that he would have had in Orlando. I mean, he's always been a good player. I mean, I watched him in college and I mean, let's not, I don't want to let people forget this too. He played in Indiana in college. He's familiar with this, with this situation. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, He's always been a very good player. I think he's literally the definition of a player being in a bad situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? So mm. it's it's the first time I think he's in a situation where, uh, yeah, you you see how the fans are like, oh, they want more uh, press and you know small market. Like Indiana's a basketball about like it's a basketball town. But like at the end of the day, if they had that press that they were asking for you may not get these results. You know, sometimes press can affect the way players play. And having that limelight can affect that type of stuff. So, hey, man, sometimes just be blessed from your situation. Like, this is a it's – a, it's a low-pressure situation for him as far as the, the you know, the, the lights and the cameras and all that fun stuff. I mean, he can still perform uh, in good situations. I just think this is the best situation that he's been in since he got drafted, and there's nothing wrong with that. Some players take time to develop – you know, too busy trying to call players trash or bust because of, the, I mean, bro, he was playing with Westbrook. You know what I'm saying? And, and Westbrook's – his triple-double, that, that was his triple-double year. I, I, won, I could be wrong. I think I said it earlier, but I think it was his first year with the triple-double average. But, like, I mean, he was doing so much. And if you watch the way Victor plays, he doesn't really need that around. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't need – that's not how he becomes successful. Uh, is you got one guy trying to do everything like you know he he's just not that type of player so this and then of course he he got drafted to Orlando man do I need to say any more yeah. I mean <laughs> yeah, I random, mean no disrespect random, but like <laughs> yeah random plug but if you haven't watched uh, HBO's The Shop yet um, LeBron James's production on HBO Oladipo does have words relating to all of that and how that uh, type of aspect within playing the game of basketball could affect you mentally. So check out that 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 second episode. He also yeah, that, goes that's really good. My, uh, he also goes and one into my favorite music, Soul Child songs. Can we get that? Uh, can we get that clip real quick? Hold on. You're my baby. 
Okay. Okay, my nigga. You know, you know, just hopping up so beautiful. Like, you know, just hopping up so beautiful like that. Right, right, right. And all, and also, um, uh, what I did not know, I know that he sang before, but uh, apparently he has an album coming out at the end of the month. He's talented, dude. He's a talented dude. Yeah, he he is our reigning most improved player. Uh, he just got Eastern Conference Player of the Week after following that game against Boston, and he announced recently that his debut album VO drops on November thirtieth. VO VO okay drops on drops on November thirtieth. Uh, he currently has an EP within uh, Apple. Well, for us within Apple Music, but um, his official debut album drops on the 30th uh it's only eight tracks uh but you know these days between eps and albums yeah, I guess this is considered the that's about the debut nowadays. album and um he has features from tory lanes eric bellinger pnb rock and trey songs yeah well, i'll check it out you know of course yeah we'll, we'll we'll drop the we'll drop the pre-order link if you want to add that to your apple music library real quick uh, we'll we'll not Spotify link if we're feeling nice, but if we're feeling if we're feeling generous, if we're feeling but, uh, nice, yeah, yeah, if we're if no we're, if no we're no generous, no we'll no, no title no title links, Mark. Uh, we need the uh, <laughs> we need a certain name. We need a certain name first before you start getting the title links. I hear you, man. Is it still twenty for the uh the lost list? What's the shit called? The lost list. Um, lost. What's the what's the little? Oh, extra? oh the lost list. The hi fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Still yeah, twenty dollars. Yeah, if you're if you want to if you want to if you're still dropping that twenty on the hi fi, you might be able to uh find that on title for pre order. Title pre orders. I wish I, I would. Title does twenty dollars a month for that. I hope title does do pre orders. Well, apparently titles. I'm sure they do. Ends up being being very I, good, but you know. I but I, but what I, but we're not. Let's not get into that. Yeah, shout I have out to title. my nigga Tim Cook real quick. Shout, shout out my nigga title. Tim Cook. Yeah, I, I, I pay for Spotify and Apple Music. Oh, my Spotify is for the free ninety nine because I'm only listening to podcasts. Um, now getting off the Pacers and going into more of a Boston perspective, Kyrie Irving ends up leaving the game, um, and states to the media that he puts this on himself. Uh, he noted that he rushed the shot and could have taken it a little bit more different, but he ended up taking a bad one and gave up the three-pointer to Oladipo. So he took that uh, on the chin and blamed himself. And a lot of people have uh, boasted that up and was very positive about that from Kyrie taking a leadership perspective. Uh, Marcus Morris also said the same, uh, noted that he didn't necessarily have to beat himself up, oh, didn't have to beat himself up over the shot. Um, just ended up rimming out. It could have went in and could have been a completely different story, but he's glad that the Celtics leader is able to take that responsibility within himself when those types of situations happen late in the game and end up costing them a game to the Indiana Pacers. The reason that I bring up Marcus Morris is there's been some chatter relating to what Marcus Morris has been able to provide to the Boston Celtics on a consistent basis uh, compared to Gordon Hayward and what he has been able to provide off of his injury throughout the first nine games. Now, for the first nine games for Gordon Hayward, he hasn't really broken 20 points within um, his starter minutes. He gets about 25, 30 minutes a game. Within their loss to Toronto earlier in the season, they, he didn't wasn't able to do much, unfortunately. 
Uh, because of that, he rested. Well, not necessarily because of that, but he rested after that performance in New York City when they faced the Knicks. And since yeah. then, he's been fairly sporadic outside I can't of his believe we're talking about this, man. In the Milwaukee win, they only scored four or five points. But is it unfair? I, I th- we talked about this off the air before the show. You know, I think it is a little unfair. Okay, um, he had a pretty traumatic injury. I think he even said that you know his back has been affected by it, and I mean he's clearly still getting in form. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I I don't understand how you just expect these guys to come back from things like this and be exactly who they were. Right away, you know, I mean, it's still pretty early in the season. No, I mean, yeah, once you get your legs split like that, it's pretty difficult to come back and immediately drop 20 a night. But right, he said he's having back problems and this, that, and that. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand why they may want more from him. But at the same time, bro, Boston has a lot of weapons. So I just think when you lose a game, you're looking for somebody to blame. And it's not like they haven't lost much. I mean, right now the Boston Celtics that are too, right? six and three within the East. Right. It's like well, it's like maybe they're looking at those games that they lost and they're saying, "Oh, well, maybe if you know Gordon was doing this, that, and the third, I don't know." But like, yo, I mean, you saw the injury, so yeah. Yeah. you go out there and try to perform in at an All Star rate that he was. You know what I'm saying? After that, so just give it, give it time, man. And if and if look, and if it doesn't work out. You still you, you took a bet on a really good player. He he got injured, and these things happen. So I don't I think it's a little um, I don't think it's warranted. I think it's a little unfair. I think I do. I think it's a little unfair. I think we should just calm down. It's not like they're getting you know spanked every night. You know what I'm saying? Like losing to the Pacers is not embarrassing, especially in that way. You know what I mean? So it's okay. Like these things happen. For those who may critique this and look at it from a perspective of maybe Gordon Hayward should be able to rest it out and come within a different amount of minutes and possibly have Marcus Morris start within his position. You say what? But then, then, you know, you know what fans are saying then? Oh, well, when's he going to be ready or uh, trade him, get rid of, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a lose, lose for him, bro. If he, if he, if he wants rest and he acts to, be set, you know, be sat longer until whatever All Star break, whatever, whatever the case may be. He's not ready. Fans are still gonna complain. They're still gonna complain. They're still gonna be upset about the situation. Then, because they're gonna lose the game and be like, "Well, if we had, <laughs> if we Gordon, had Gordon, man, twenty and twenty yeah. a night." So it's like, yo, he can't win. You're just gonna have to give him, give him a moment. I think that's why this team is built like this. It's built for him to to get better. Give him some time. It's okay. You guys said they were six and three at the moment. Six and three. They're currently tied right. with the Indiana Pacers. Um, and they could have easily the won that Pacers game. They could have easily won that Pacers game. Things didn't go their way, and, that, and that's fine. Pacers aren't – it's not an embarrassing team to lose to. They're a pretty good team. Uh, I think Gordon will be okay. But, like, if he's not, I also – I can't understand why you wouldn't be content with him not being okay. Like, if he's not okay, are you going to be mad at him for not being okay? It's, I mean, it's not like – what happened to him happens to every, you know what I'm saying? This is, it, it was a pretty bad injury. Yeah. I think, so I think I, being angry at Gordon is not necessarily the right way to, to, to analyze that type of situation. When you see him dropping four points, five points oh, in yeah, 25 minutes, but. And you're uh, still six and three. Yeah. It could, it could be an adjustment that needs to be made if this continues. And especially yeah, if course, Gordon does not seem course. to be 
uh, getting the hang of it. I wouldn't necessarily say sit him. Maybe the minutes can be um, differentiated so that yeah, he can come just, over and play a little bit different. They got but, the guys. They got the guys to, to to chill on that situation if they desire. You know what I'm saying? Just don't give him 25 no more. You know, put him in for 10. You know, just give it give it time. And see what he's able to do with that. Because Marcus Morris has been able to provide for Boston within his first nine games mm-hmm. uh, with a lot more consistently. Around the same amount of minutes as well. His best yeah, game being yeah. against um, the game that they had against Oklahoma City Thunder. Which, and, of course, the Indiana Pacers, which they lost. It's just, it's, which is another reason not to complain about this. I mean, they got guys. They're pretty deep, right? I mean, we talked about it last year when he was hurt. So we can't we can't make an excuse. We can't, you know what I'm saying? And Tatum's probably a better player. You know, like players are still there. So why complain about him now? When you guys lost him, you played fine, right? Oh, maybe we don't need him because that was last year. Yeah. And then once, uh, well, they're going to see him doing Kobe type of shit within the next couple of months. Yeah, he'll be, I think, I think he'll be fine, bro. I really do. But at the same time, he had a really bad injury. It's fine. Get it. Give him time. He said he's having back. Like he, the man was not walking. Uh, he was shooting the the rock from a chair. Okay, like just give him time, man. It's cool. Mm. Now, after this game, initially the Pacers went up third in the East, going over the Boston Celtics by a game. But now they lost to the Houston Rockets last night, mm-hmm. and they are underneath Boston Celtics. At seven and four, while the Boston Celtics end up six and three. And of course, our one and our two are the only two within the East that have only lost a game, being the Toronto Raptors and the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. Um, after the game, ESPN ranked the Indiana Pacers sixth in power rankings. Nice. Behind the Golden State Warriors at one, Raptors at two, Bucks at three, Boston Celtics, of course, at number four, and the Denver Nuggets. Uh, who have also only lost one game currently at number five. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, they look, man, the East is not that bad. And as of right now, we're actually recording around the time that the Celtics and Nuggets are playing, so we'll see who ends up winning the position of that. Maybe they'll be able to drop down if they do lose to Denver. Right now it's tied at 77, so we'll see how that ends up today. Uh, what's, what's Gordon got right now? Six points within 17 minutes. Okay. Yeah. So he's, if you look at it, you can tell he's performing. He's, he's underachieving, but the under, it's consistent. Right? Curry is fucking 26. <laughs> Curry is fucking 26. Marcus Morris is two points. Right, there you go, man. Jamal Things Murray happen. is giving his nigga the buckets. Oh my God. Murray, I have to, I have to give my respect to Murray because I didn't think he was a bus or anything like that. I just, uh, I didn't think he'd be this good. Let's just say that. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty damn good. So. I don't think anybody would have called Nuggets like, being second in the West uh, immediately before October 17th. So uh, shout out Denver. We'll see how they play um, within the next few weeks as well. We might need a Denver episode. Wow. Imagine that. A Denver episode. I did want to do a Sacramento episode. Shout out to shout out to De'Aaron Fox. I liked what he's been doing. Yeah, he's been hooping. The Kings as of recent. But I don't know. He's we need been to win. hooping. We we need we need we need a Sacramento representative. Shouts De'Aaron Fox, man. We uh, we, we're, I'm trying to get you on the lookout, man. I know he loves Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. I'm trying to get him on the lookout, man. Yeah, we'll see if we'll see if we can get a Sacramento representative to try and put a little bug in De'Aaron's ear. Please we'll let him know that we fuck with him on RSPN and the lookout. We'll see how that goes. Facts. But 
that's our future presentation. We'll be able to see what amazing games go on this week in the NBA. And of course, anything that is covered in the NBA will be covered here on RSPN. So we'll see which game we choose next week for our feature presentation. And we'll get back to you after that. All right, as we get out of here, let's get to some shout outs. Um, I just saw, I just saw JaVale, for, I don't know how I didn't see this, but I just saw JaVale McGee's goals for the first time. So shout out to JaVale McGee's goals. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't see the shit within the past couple of games. Is he uh, wearing them in game? That? Yeah, he's wearing them in game. He was dunking oh, wow. on Portland. I see goals in his mouth. Okay. So sad. And apparently, apparently from what I was told, he wears golds all the time. So, um, hey, you know, I guess he's feeling it. He, he, he in LA, so. Yeah, shout out to his dentist real quick. Um, shout out to the new Heat Vice jerseys, and shout out to yeah, all of the uh, shout out to a lot of the other city jerseys. Yeah, that yeah. Shout shouts the uh, the Timberwolf uh, Prince joints. Those, oh, those, are those ones are hard. Yeah, yeah those, those are, are really hard. And and uh, the and the retro black, the retro black joints. So from KG era. So those are hard too. You know, I've I've really liked the shorts along with the jersey like the jerseys are hard but the detail that has I been know. going into the shorts this yeah. season been yeah. very good very good i, I want some it's just cold it's just cold right now so i'm not copying yeah you might not be able to to, to get those on real quick now that temperatures are kind of dropping yep. up on this side at least uh my last shout out shout out to andre drummond talking heavy on instagram and then getting 39 and 17 hung on his head <laughs> Low-key a soldier moment, but I'll give you a shout-out for it. I'll, 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 I'll let it rock as a shout-out. It's all good. It is what it is, man. Hey, he's leading in rebounds, man. He's leading the league in rebounds. Put some respect on my nigga name, man. You think he's really got a uh, – you think there's really some estate in his head by uh, that one guy I cannot comment on because of my slanderless uh, – my slanderless <laughs> – no I, I, no, I don't think Embiid has real estate in Drummond's head. Um I think MB uh is a bit of a cornball. But you know what I mean? I you know, but no, I don't I don't think I don't necessarily I don't think that uh <laughs> Drummond is worried about him uh at all. So. Hey Amp, I ain't say it. No, Amp I ain't probably, say it. I mean Amp, you gotta understand. I mean, he he should understand it's not like I'm saying he's trash. I just think that like, you know, some the of the slang. things that the he says is rocking for an eighth week. Hey, I'm telling you. All I'm saying is some of the things that MB says are, if he wasn't who he was, we would be slandering him. That's a seven foot NBA player. That's all I'm trying to. That's all I'm trying to say. I think he's a bit corny, but he's a damn good player. So how about that? All right, drop the imaging for the soldier moment real quick. Let's get into soldier moment. Montana, you know when you hear that. All right, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this since the beginning. Yeah, um, you already know what my soldier moment is, nigga. All right, let's start with. No, I want, with, I, I want you to tell them what my soldier moment is today, so you can. Let's start with the. Let's start with the minor. Well, it's not minor. It's still very hot worthy, <laughs> but it's not the soldier moment of the week. Okay, so soldier moment number one. Um. Can we get Allen Iverson's uh, quote on what he thought about today's dress code within the NBA? Can we grab that real quick? Sure. Like, I would, you know, a, a do-rag and a, and a hat and some chains. Yeah, that's it. Baggy clothes or whatever. And you see these dudes, this shit, that they went out and changed his own. Changed his own. I ain't knocking nobody. I don't want nobody to be taking no shots at me because I ain't taking 
Yes, I am. <laughs> but, oh, man. Yeah, the dress code is supposed to be implemented now. <laughs> <laughs> this is real. Man, this, 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 this is Halloween every night. This ain't got some nerve. This ain't got some nerve talking about some dress code. Hey, hey, he's, he does, he, he's got a point, man. He's got a point. You can Google Allen Iverson right now and see size 48 sweatpants, well, a 5X hey, hoodie. Hey, hey, currently, I, I am not sure why he still dresses like that, but back in the day, I understood it. Oh, my God, because he got the headband and the tats and the, and the braids. Come on. I love AI, man. I love AI. And I'm sorry, Skip. I'm sorry I'm slandering your goat if you're listening right now. I'm sure he's going to kill me if he hears this, but nah, bro. You I love AI, you, you bro. Don't, you don't get to talk dress code. I hear you. No, I, I hear that too. Like, <laughs> you don't get to funny. talk it dress was funny, code. David Cern was steaming with anger when he saw you coming through with the chains on. But I won't even say it's just you because I've seen Tim Duncan. No, it was, it was not just him. Yeah, it was oh, yeah, I've seen Tim Duncan's fit. Yeah, that he just, he just, he was so culture. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, he was the he was the target. Now our uh, our <laughs> social moment of the week. Hey man, Bron, don't kill me, man. I love, I, bro, Bron. I love you, bro. This, this is not how I expected to talk about LeBron James this week, but I'm um, saying I think this is his only moment. This is his only time that we have talked about LeBron James this week. This is a record for RSPN. Um, Can you get it out, man. <laughs> he liked a picture under the account "Big Tits for Nips." <laughs> Um, there was a woman in, in a Halloween costume dressed as Chucky Finster. How do you find this? And you like, I don't know how the fuck he found that's this. That's just that King James, had to be bro. on it. Yo, Bronny had to be on his eyes. No, it had to be. It had and to be Bronny, bro. And he was looking at like, Listen, he was like, dog. He's like, Dad, let's see your phone real quick, bro. Dog, this shit said, this shit said King like, right, James, son. bro. And I was like, yo, what is LeBron don't look no, doing? Don't look up no bullshit, all right? I don't. I Bronny like hopped on really big tits. Happened, Bronny bro. hopped on big tits for nips. <laughs> big tits for nips, nigga. And see, <laughs> and you know, in minutes, the comment section is filled with, "Oh, you horny, horny." <laughs> how do you get? How does he? How does he let that happen, bro? Oh, that like was gone in a couple minutes, but bro, I, listen. At the end of the day, you know, he's in LA, um, and you know. Things are a little different out there, man. There's a lot of press. Is he can't? I mean, you know, you know, it's different, man. It could have just been. It could. It could have been an assistant. It could have been somebody who, like, you know, runs his social media or something like that. Let's not get it twisted. And he could have thought he was on his page and he wasn't. And he like, but it was just funny. It just said King James, and of course the comment, like you said, the comment section went crazy on his ass. Uh, I'm breaking man. the news now. It was his son. I think it was this. I think it could have been little Bronny, you know, big big tits for nips. Big tits for nips. <laughs> like I don't. It's obviously something that was found. Imagine on the reporter. Page. Bro, imagine last night the Raptors bang you a couldn't even report bang it. You can't report it. <laughs> imagine you can't report it because the page was called Big Tits, and the picture is first of all. You know, old girl in the picture. She's a beautiful girl, but like I didn't find the picture sexy or anything like that. You know what I mean? But she's a good looking girl. But it was just funny that the page was called Big Tits for Nips. The Raptors bang you by 30 points. You get into the locker room, and the first person you hear from says, So, um, uh, so Bron, can you explain Big Tits for Nips? <laughs> yeah, like, you and can't he just closes it. the door. And he just closes the door. And he's like, Yo, no questions tonight. 
you can't even report on that, bro. But shouts, Braun, man. They they got banged on, and then he immediately went to a party, man. I think people need to leave him alone for that too, man. Oh my God! All right, this man have a good time. We'll see y'all next week, man. Episode nine next week. Anything happens in the NBA, of course you will hear it on RSBN. We out. See y'all next week.